0: Hey listeners, thank you for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is the Sweetheart Edition, Valentine's Day, February 13th, the day before. I just got out of uh, Star Market, picked up some last minute flowers, a card, some chocolates, literally a one-stop shop. Like I've and they're cheap too. Like I remember it was like 80 bucks for a bouquet of flowers at this freaking floral shop in Weymouth. So I just made a killing just now because I managed to get also a uh, a, a meal for myself. So um, the presents aren't as good this year because she got a nice rock on her hand. So, you know, we're going to get the flowers. We're going to get the balloon. We're going to get the chocolate, but we're not going to get a fucking new uh, Kate Spade bag this time. So, but um, yeah, hopefully you aren't uh, dropping the ball. Hopefully you have flowers when your girl gets up this morning. If you don't. You're going to get fucking divorced or this is why she's sleeping with the mailman. Um, You know, you got to be romantic, especially on a day like this, because she'll never forget it. You'll have that living over your head. Your life will be um, perfect until that time. She has a few glasses of wine in her and she says, hey, remember that time you didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day? Like she'll say that at the divorce court and then drop the mic and then you're paying out your ass. So I'm leaving work now. Again, um, Celtics are home playing uh, the Clippers. They look great. Unbelievable team. But let's talk about what's going on right now. What's currently in the hemisphere. I haven't been on my pod in a little bit. I've just been kind of letting everything digest. Looking at all the chaos around me is the Boston Red Sox. You know, this is kind of how I started my podcast. It was a Red Sox podcast. Season's back up. And um, everyone is literally fucking jumping the shark. Whatever phrase that might be, against the um, against the ownership, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it because you can't tell me that they need to save money. It's a five billion dollar company. It's basically you know more than that. I mean, who knows what else you know Werner and Henry have outside of the team, but they have money. And whenever you hear a rich person, you know, cry out poverty, it makes you kind of pissed off. I mean, I, I don't understand why. This team gave up Mookie Betts. I don't understand why. You know, we lost Price. We're still paying two and a two point two million dollars a year to the Dodgers. We're paying someone to take our player, or we could have just kept him at least for a year. Let his contract run out. But you're gonna be surprised how, where I go from here because I'm not as negative as I was before. I started going through a lot of stuff. We got a lot of good players that are um, that are can come up and make a difference. You know, it's all gonna depend on you know Chavis and. Um, another guy I'll get into who I'm like a huge um, I'm rooting for especially at first base I see why they signed uh, Mitch Moreland you know it's just an a a veteran to try to um, ease the um, transition to this um, this new prospect that's going to be coming up for the Red Sox so first things first the trade you know they just look like fucking idiots. Um, this poor kid, Heinblum, is going to be the sacrificial goat and I've said this before. They're going to throw him under the bus. They're going to blame him for anything. He's a young kid. He, he wasn't the general manager of the, the Braves. He was like third in line. So he was more like the the Ben Sherrington during the uh, T... The, um, the Theo Epstein years. You know, he was like a... Kind of like an intern. But, you know, we got this guy now. He's fucking trading the best players ever he just kind of looks like shit like I'm not against hiring young talent um, because I think that you know you need a young person to view it but he looks like so uncomfortable in these press conferences it's, it's gonna age him he's gonna go from looking being 35 years old to fucking looking like he's 50 in three seasons if he's still around for three seasons I don't know what they're going to do with him, but right now he's basically the interim GM, while they sort all their shit and damage control, what they're trying to do. Uh, The Red Sox have, you know, Mookie Betts, you know, it kills me to see Mookie Betts in a Dodgers uniform, and Price. Price looks happy. I've never seen Price so happy in my fucking life, but he looks like he's, like, got out of the friggin' shitty, you know, world that is the Boston Red Sox, um you know sports fear and um they're 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 in sunny skies no more cold weather he can drive his fucking lamborghini suv around and not give a fuck um and i'm happy for everybody in terms of that um but i just read that you know the prospect that the, the red the dodgers guy that we got um is already hurt he's gonna he's gonna miss the fucking first game of the year so it's just bad and Perfect. I love it. It's great radio. It's great talk. The fans are getting pissed. This is what we wanted. No more fucking World Series high. Patriots are losing. I think Boston's in a weird place right now. It's like we're getting back our, our reins in terms of the fans. Like we were spoiled. And we just sat back, put in cruise control, and just let it go because we'd win a title with whatever team. But now you got Brady out, you got um, you know, Brady's not coming back. I've said this before, I really don't think so. And you know the Celtics, it, we just—it's—it's it's scary right now. We don't have such a sure thing as we used to have, and it's really actually great for the fan base because people are starting to, um, starting to kind of like get back into like hating bad calls and not just like blindly loving this team, which is why I think it's perfect for me to just kind of talk about you know why I think the Red Sox are, um, Red Sox are in trouble, and that's why I'm glad I have a podcast because I can talk about it more. But you know they signed um. They signed Kevin Pillar, and he's he's decent. Um, he's a good player. I remember him when he was. Uh, I, I always hear about him. He's always getting solid hits. He's a solid player. Um, and yeah, like I t- said about you know Alex Verdugo is gonna miss the start of the season. This is just so bad for Red Sox right now. The sky is falling. And. You know, Kirk Minahan just, like, fucking bashes them, and it is what it is. Like, I'm still a Red Sox fan, and I'm going to try to be positive. And I am positive. Like, there's some young people that you can kind of watch and be like, all right, cool, like, this is exciting. Ben uh, Benintendi's going to bounce back. He had a pretty boring year and just could not find a steady groove. Um, I leaned on him a lot last year because it's just like – I know he has a lot of talent, but he's, um, you know, he's uh, he's got to step it up. You got Michael Chavis, who – was real hot to start the season and then he just is a strikeout king and you know like let's hope he's in the gym he's batting better he's getting his shit together you know and and uh, you could only say he's going to improve i mean your first year with with playing you know you're obviously not going to be as as sharp but um you would uh, you would see him at least improving i mean look what happened with devers devers uh he just looked like a fucking child on the on the diamond and he had a smoking all-star year last year um, and I see him doing well, so you got Xander, you got Devers, you have a, uh, Michael Chavis on the up, and let's talk about this guy that I'm really excited about, who looks almost like a, um, I'm trying to compare him to a Yankee, uh, but he, he is, um, uh, fuck, Bobby Dahlback. Bobby Dahlbeck, I'm going on the Dollback train, I'm really excited for this guy, he can fucking rake, he's a right-handed hitter, but he can... He smokes the ball. I've been watching a lot of his uh, preseason last year. He, he was he got called up for a few games, uh, but he's got a lot of pop, and he's almost got like the Jim Tomey type of uh, first baseman, where he's he's a power hitter, um, he, he's a line drive hitter, he smokes the ball, he's a home run hitter. So this kid can really get um, alchemated with the Sox. He's young. He just seems like he's going to be a really good addition to the team. Um, I'm not going to say losing bets is going to kill us. What I'm really worried about is the pitching. And luckily they signed E-Rod for a shitty arbitration salary, which is bullshit. So that's going to piss him off. But he's back. Uh, but you're really still stuck in that really awful relief. There's no one in the middle innings that you can really go to. You know, like, you, you hope that they play decent ball going in the first couple uh, months. And then maybe you can grab some guys on waivers and just try to play some, uh, like, fucking patch up, uh, patch up you know, team team baseball like you can maybe get some good guys that actually come up it's baseball is not the sport you can bet well on some guys get hot streaks some guys have cold streaks you don't know when those streaks are going to start um and there's a good opportunity where we could pick up some people on this team that could uh, add some work some 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 worth but you're not going to get any you know high priced athletes they're not going to spend any money but if you're the ownership of the red Sox, you're going to want to spend at least some to to make sure the team's um competitive because no one will go to the game. You're gonna have a fucking huge problem with that and um yeah you're gonna you're gonna fucking have some pissed off fans and they're gonna wanna rip your head off. French Revolution style. This is Boston. This isn't like a shitty San Diego Padres who's like putting up cool fucking TikTok videos of their team that went seventy and ninety. Like this is it. Like we had a bad year this year. We're gonna expect them to do something better. You know, I mean, you got some core guys, you got Jackie Bradley, you know, you still got JD, you didn't lose him, um, you got Pedro at least on the bench to kind of like give some guys some like, you know, encouragement and some veteran leadership, but, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not selling this team yet, I, I can't, I don't want to fucking put my foot in my mouth the first month that they go like, you know, 18 and nine or something like that, I don't know, like 18 and eight or something like that, where it's like pretty decent ball. Um, Yankees, uh, could, start cold i mean we don't know what's gonna happen i can't i gotta see some more preseason baseball which is gonna be starting soon and i can talk more about how i think the team's gonna do i, I at first i was bashing them saying it's gonna be a shitty year but you know I'm, I'm gonna try to stay positive with my red Sox, and um you know go from there i'm not gonna try to try to be joey negative and fucking just go into there i hate negative people so why be a negative podcast guy but as far as i'm concerned yeah it's a. Uh, it, it doesn't look good you know i mean we look like we're the um miami dolphins next year you know like young team um not predicted to do much but you know hopefully we got a coach who's been there when cora was there so a lot of the same you know um standards and practice will will not change you can he was alex cora's coach when alex cora was in the um i think he was in like triple a so they've you know he, he's worked with alex for a while so you're really going to get still alex's kind of um alex's style of coaching but obviously you're not going to get someone who's like really good team player who alex kind of like was like everyone's buddy but you know let's be honest man the guy fucking embarrassed us and um really made a bad name for himself for this team i mean the shit that's going on the bullshit with aj hinch you know i'll touch on the cheating scandal now like i'm hearing all the aj hinch interviews how he smashed the television but like let it back up basically saying that Carlos Beltran had the biggest balls, and no one fucked with him because he was a veteran, and he was like the 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 veteran of the Astros. So everyone like kept kept their fucking hands off, and they just let Beltran and his cronies, including Alex Cora, cheat the whole fucking time. And you know now these guys are starting to admit that they didn't wear buzzers. I think that's bullshit. You don't hit a walk off home run and then ask the team to not rip your jersey off. You know, and he's blaming his like jealous girlfriend. Like, what the fuck? I, I don't know where to go from there. I think that... Um, I think they're lying. And it's really bad. It's really bad for the Red Sox. Because, like, that, that year, it was a, such an exciting year. So much offense. We just fucking laid out... You know, I'm. there's... A, we came back from, like, like I think it was, like, a seven-run, like, eighth inning against the, the Devil Rays in 2018. You know, these are the kind of things where, like, you start to question if it was legitimate. And for them to... I mean, I I know that Major League Baseball wants this to just go away because it's just going to hurt the game. Just like, uh, you know, the basketball cheating scandal with that He guy or whatever his name was. They just want it to go away. It's bad press. Um, Shame on them for not having these rules set up and auditing these teams for doing what they're doing. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a fucking black eye on the game. And Alex Cora will always forever be part of that and as much as the fans are pissed that we let him go so early and I hear a lot of people say that but at the same time I'm not disagreeing with the way the Red Sox called that because it was the right thing to do it would have been bad and the sensitivity of the ownership and their fucking political views and they don't want to seem like they're assholes and they're just like you know very trumpet very Trump move to keep Alex on the team you know they're they're so like anti you know um, they're just they're very like they're, they're they're just they're sensationalists and they don't want to be part of the problem because then they'll they'll get called out on it and God forbid you know John Henry or Tom Warner gets any sort of negative press so they just got rid of it. same thing with Kraft this year like he could have stuck with Antonio Brown but they're so worried about their um, record al- um, amongst the elites and their view in New York City finance you know circles that they're gonna back out and they're gonna fucking cower it's fine. I don't disagree with it. I think we should have let him go. I would have probably done the same thing regardless of the report coming up. But the guy cheated really fucking bad and your whole tw- 2018 season would just be a bullshit. And then even if they went hot, they'd be asking him, hey, are you guys still cheating? Like, it would never go away. So... I'm glad he's done. I didn't like him. I fucking hated how he acted with the whole Trump uh, White House thing. It was just so stupid, dude. Like that. Like I'm sorry, but like an old school baseball coach, like a Tommy Larusa, or a fucking, um, you know, Joe Torre, like they wouldn't even like, like Bill Belichick wouldn't even answer that question. The fact that he's making, he tried spinning it into this woke political fucking circus. Like, sh- like jokes on you. And I was, I was fucking happy. I was really happy that. He got fired and like all these all that shit he said i'm not some crazy trump guy either like it, i'm just happy that karma fucking bit him in the ass you can't be a hypocrite ever i hate hypocrites as much as i hate cheats and you're fucking both so not not mad that we got rid of him i'm cool with it um and yeah that's it you know um i'm positive on the season i'm gonna go in with a positive note like i said bobby doll back watch it's my new michael chavis for 2020 um, I'm happy for baseball. I'm happy because, like I said, it's when you're in Boston and it's freezing up, this is the kind of shit you look forward to. So um, I'm not going to predict any records. I just going to see how it goes. Pitching, like I said, let's hope that fucking... Let's hope we win some nine-run nine, nine run games. It was really bad being in the Fenway area with this team losing 0-1 to one or, like, 2-1 to one to, like, bullshit Orioles and, like, fucking... You know you were scared when the Orioles came to town like uh, I don't get it and it, it started with us just kind of like pandering to fucking all that racist shit that they accused us of it, it's just we need to grow some balls and I'm hoping this year that the 2020 Red Sox have some sort of identity where they're tough guys they're not fucking Sally's so, and I use that figuratively, I don't want to sound sexist to say you have to have a set of testicles to be a strong person, it's a, it's an old saying that I'm sure it's going to get fucking wiped out of the dictionary, because that's what we do now, but this team needs an identity, and they need to fucking stand up for it, because right now, like, the joke's on the Red Sox, and it's pretty fucking embarrassing, so I'll go from that, um, that's it, that was my take, I don't really have much to say, uh, Bruins, um, are getting kind of, like, the, the lightning are catching up it's like a preview of last year's playoff race um granted the lightning was the best team um last year but we'll see what happens again uh there's not really much of a window left for this team you gotta hope that chara or or any of these guys will you know um get their shit together and hopefully win us a title because there's not gonna be many much times left. martians getting old and they're all getting old so that's really all i can say on that um I'm excited for baseball. That's all I can think about. Baseball season, getting in great shape, boxing, and, and just fucking springtime and summertime. I just can't wait. I'm tired of this cold. Even though we had a good winter, I'm tired of it. So, hope everyone has a good weekend and um, girlfriends are happy and wives are happy for their Valentine's Day. They deserve it. Come on, let's be honest. We're men. We're, we're fucking messy. We leave the toilet seat up. We piss everywhere. I mean, don't tell me you don't. I've never met a man who has perfect aim because some days just aren't perfect. Um, and they deal with our shit. So if you don't, if you're listening to this podcast right now, because I'm going to post it tonight, you better go to the fucking CVS, get yourself a Dale Bear or, you know, a bouquet of shitty flowers. Go find that guy on the side of the road who's selling flowers because, you know, that's a great last minute fucking, you know, thing to get, which I haven't seen in a while, but I mean, they must have really cleaned that up. But Get something. Don't be a dick. Make sure your woman's happy. I will talk to you guys soon. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Um, Peace out.